0: Give them to me. Ten. <laughs> Welcome to uh, the George Rockleschrit Show with me, Mouth, joined today by the hand that flushes the toilet, <laughs> Damien <Benedict. laughs> How are you doing, Damien?
1: Uh, I, I, I'm doing okay for someone that interacts with is, the outside world. Is
0: flushes the toilet, is that too direct? Should it be... Uh, sort of more metaphorical than that no I, that i think the hand that vanishes i think it's fun,
1: uh, uh, that quite succinctly surmises all the stories that i've told on this show and the flushes the or toilet t-
0: <laughs> <laughs> not even the hand that flushes mm. specifically toilets only yeah
1: or work it's not really it's, it's not a story caked in shit but it is toilet related and very quick uh, we have a small staff room. Oh, good! Um, Straight what, in yeah, there. Yeah, one of them, one of the, those toilets has been down for a long, 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 long time. Well, they they haven't been down. They just have toilet seats that aren't affixed to anything. So if you you're going for a shit, you're going to be slip sliding around. It's going to be it's all you're going to be all over the place. And
0: sorry, what? They're not fixed to anything. No, no, so they're just toilets that. Well, they were like but a it, loose, toil- loose, the, uh, loose, loose porcelain, and people are just like going on them and just shitting and just then, like, using the toilets as, like, bumper cars and just... But, like, Flintstone's bumper cars with their own legs. <laughs> propelling them forward, and their own... Oh, yes, no, I have to pedal. And they're just you know, smearing shit behind them. The, the,
1: the cistern is, uh, is gear-activated, so you have to pedal it like a bike, on, you know, on the floor. Oh, right, you okay. your material to be kind of vacuumed away slowly. Um, so,
0: wait, so is there, a, is there, like, a front end to no, this? So like it's a car, or are you... Oh, 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 sorry, we're talking, yeah. Is the cistern in front of you, or is, are you pedalling backwards? No, you're pedalling forwards. But like, what are you using to ram people with? Surely it's the. It's not a mobile toilet. toilet. We.
1: No, no, no. This. They won't listen to my million dollar idea. When you pedal, the room moves. <laughs> No, you've got a gear system that obviously. It's like a Jumirakwai video
0: where it's just a toilet in their room <laughs> and the walls are moving everywhere.
1: Yeah, we'll we operate out of a small basement because the upper four floors are turned into a huge aircraft hangar where this
0: toilet snakes around the room for five minutes. you take a shit. <laughs> 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 all the tourists, all the European tourists who come to London, are like, yeah, yeah, the the yeah, the Tower of London was all good and everything, but have you seen the clockwork toilet? <laughs> and, and there
1: was that one guy he wouldn't get off the toilet. He loved it. <laughs> he kept. That was you, Hans, <laughs> and you we're banned because of you. <laughs> I'll never tell.
0: Fucking frown. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, but, um, well, that's infinitely more sto- uh, more interesting than the story I was going to tell.
0: Is there <laughs> something about a toilet that isn't bolted to the floor. No, the,
1: the, the fixture itself is bolted to the floor, but the uh, the toilet seats, for whatever reason, weren't uh, bolted to the toilet. So oh. if you sat down on them, you'd have to kind of granted they were kind of small. Kind of cubicles, you'd have to kind of write yourself with your hands uh, out either side, just to make sure you were centred. Because you know, if it was a if it was a spicy child or if it was being stubborn, and you really had to push. You you you'd be surprised, kind of how you your body will shake you, kind of left to right, with a you know seated uh, a toilet seat, you know, fixed correctly. It absorbs that kind of you know, those those movements, but something like that, you may as well be on an ice rink. And before you know it, you're on the fl- floor wiping that fucking steaming mud monkey all over the walls. Can't it's it it, it can't be done. It's a bad time. Um, it's been like that for a while, but they decided they would just rather than fix it, and they just <laughs> they didn't board it off. <laughs> they just kind of g- gummed up the lock with gaffer tape so no one can get in. It's been like that for, right. they had, they, they've uh, feigned to fix one of the toilet seats, you know, and just basically get a couple of, you know, fitting screws and just screw it back in. That, Cause that was a problem. It wasn't a shattered toilet seat or anything like that. But, um, one thing they didn't care to look at, um, was a door handle that had been looking a bit gammy for quite a long time. Um, and I found myself uh, a couple of days ago going to take a shit middle of the fucking middle middle of the service, um, at our busiest time, um, and it's only when I uh, I sat down and I was kind of halfway through the deed that I noticed that the the, uh, toilet handle had completely broken off. It was the as soon as the door had had shut, it was completely flush. Um, there was no way, (laughs) there's no way for me to actually activate the door mechanism. Um, so what I had to do was I had to call up my manager and ask them to release me from the bathroom. <laughs> but of course, what you felt to realise, it's the busiest time of the night... So I have to, I, I, I don't get through uh, to anybody on the first phone call. It took me the better <laughs> part of 50 minutes of frantically calling people from the toilet, begging them to let me out. <laughs> <laughs> and despite all that, when they did, you still owed your pants around your ankles. Absolutely, yeah. Now I was going to make them pay for this. In fact, I didn't flush the toilet. I fished that shit out <laughs> and threw it at them. He was holding it there like, as an offering. I launched, launched I- it at them
0: violently. I mean, listen to you, Ladi da toilet <laughs> seats. Have you never, like, been in a situation, possibly in a nightclub or something, where you've, like, you know, you're there for hours, and you're drinking, like, all this sugary shit, and you just, eventually, you, you need a shit, and it's not going to be a good one. <laughs> it's not going to be, like, the type of shit you can just put in your pants and then, ooh, quickly go near a, a public bin, pants down, hands in, poof, gone. No one saw it, and if they did... What did I do? I put a turd in a toilet, in a public bin. Is that a problem, officer? Sorry, I didn't want to walk around with shit going around my balls.
1: What is this, communist China? Fuck's sake, man. This is a free country. It's (laughs)
0: 50-50. Depends if you get a good cop or not. But, um, yeah, have you never been in a situation where you had to, like, bust into the toilet? You see the toilet seat is covered in shit and cum. So you just have to to use your... I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're wearing sandals, so you just have to use your big toe to just flip the toilet seat up, and then slam, because you're drunk, <laughs> your thighs onto the porcelain so that your ass is like two inches above the the fucking grey water there. That, in the army, is what we call danger close.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I... I see... When you can have a shit and your arse is so close to what you are shitting on <laughs> that it like... You know what I'm saying, don't you? I don't even have to finish that. You're
1: there. so close to the fucking bowl itself that your turd doesn't break off. It starts to snake around a Mr. <laughs> Whippy style. And you're like, why, why am I not... Cl- why am I dirtier
0: than I've ever been in my life? Well, no, it, it starts to just... Instead of pushing out, it just starts to push back <laughs> until it gets into your brain and you end up as Joe Rogan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, no, I've... I've uh, I've never. I'm not one for sitting on. I'm. I'm more of a squatter myself. If I if I see a, a toilet seat that uh, is unsatisfactory, I'm more prepared uh, to just kind of hover uh, myself. Apparently, it's good on the uh, on the lower back. The only problem is, it's a dangerous move. The, th- to facilitate that, you're going to need some pretty wide knees, and it requires a full on
0: wide knees. Yes, it requires a full on. You feel like it's going to be scrub. an advantage if you have bow legs?
1: Well, if I take a shit I'm not really pulling down my trousers so, past my knees. People who they have them? dwarfism. <laughs> <laughs> well they're out of luck. Advantages behold. if I was a dwarf I'd simply stand on the toilet seat. It's fine, you know. I might even like kind of, you know, mount the system reverse styly and just kind of drop from there for fun.
0: <laughs> if I was a dwarf I'd be a burglar. Oh yeah?
1: Yeah. And what would you burglarize?
0: rich people's houses <laughs> i think <laughs> preferably ones
1: with doggy doors <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's no skill and involved I'd... it's just really really dogging <laughs> that fucking that that height advantage i dress
0: as a dog Ooh. i'd observe their house for a couple of days and i would dress as a dog and then get in and then you know like i don't know either make friends with the dogs give them some treats or something or and I give them some sleep sleeping pill laced steaks and then and then yeah, just start, you know, going for the jewels and everything and then, you know, when when the mum gets up in the middle of the night to get some juice or something, I'm just there, just walking around like, Oh yeah, good boy. She's half asleep, she doesn't All know. Right, okay. I'm sniffing her ankles while she's doing it as well. It's a whole bit. <laughs> Piss on the
1: tumble dryer. It's absolutely. So with the same, I presume this would have to be like a multi-dog I mean, household. Fact, a, right?
0: It's a dwarf. It's my head superimposed into a baby's body. <laughs> Good Lord.
1: So what a singular, I, it'd have to be multi-dog household, right? You couldn't just be friends with a dog. Cause they'd be like, what's this other dog doing here? You'd have to like, surely supplant one of them. In Trap 1, skin it, use its hide to assume its
0: place. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, this this is going into Johnny Five. <laughs> <now and> <laughs> it's just Johnny Five walking around with like, like the skin of this Dalmatian that covers like an eighth of his massive metal frame. And the, the mum's just like... Hulking hey boy, over I'm... the housewife, yeah. <laughs> like eight feet tall. Input. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was meant to be the future of the military. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, Johnny, if I'm vacuuming him out? Entrails are very... He was meant to be a soldier bot, wasn't he? Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd he'd be right alongside Sinjinor as well. It's, it's, it's uh, ultimate warriors that are absolutely useless combatants.
0: So, basically, <laughs> most you, you have to run upstairs in the rainforest.
1: <laughs> no, run upstairs with, like, a water pistol, I, I, I believe. Yeah, couldn't... Johnny
0: 5 fly though. Well he had a hang glider I didn't see, you know he, so that's so he could if he could gain purchase somewhere and use his magical computer thinking to uh, chart the zephyrs then he could
1: yeah but if yeah if it was
0: kind of potentially glide his way through your window. Yes but if
1: it was a flatlands then he's on foot there's no way he's becoming aerial at all. He's, right. This is why I fucking. So didn't basically, like what we're five, saying.
0: The, they, so the or Johnny 5 survival guide says take water, maintain the high ground. <laughs> no. Johnny 5 is at a significant disadvantage if you have height over him. Or speed up. You're not above throwing rocks at Johnny 5.
1: What kind of speeds did Johnny 5 used to clock in? I don't imagine.
0: Was- oh, quite, quite fast. I seem to remember there was a terrifying bit where he was hunting down somebody who'd. St- Snatched a purse, and he was like going over mailboxes and stuff at forty miles an hour. <laughs> like, there were like p- like pedestrians just getting like trampled under him. Did they equ- like squished like he's a tiger tank? Like he's like four hundred tons. Yeah.
1: Did the Lost Lovers equip him with like a cow catcher or something? I can't remember. Or is that just me?
0: Definitely a net thing. <laughs> just a large spike, you know. <laughs> It just ends up as robot wars where he ends up fighting Matilda.
1: <laughs> Which one? Was, the only one I remember was Sir Lot. and there was kind of one that looked like it was like a giant, like kind of
0: ah, uh, what would you call it? Like
1: a it's uh, like a stag beetle. Just robot. Like...
0: <laughs> yeah, that, the 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 like there was one that was like a rhino stag beetle right. with a, a chainsaw. I it just tail. had like a I, that was that was Matilda, right, okay, and then yeah. there was Sergeant Bash which was the one with the flamethrower and pincers at the front. And he was my favourite because it was like, who'd give a robot fighting robots a (laughs) flamethrower? It's like if I gave you, like, oh, Damien, there's some humans over there. Take this fucking magnet. (laughs) I mean, what the fuck is that? It's the latest in Nerf technology. (laughs) It was like this flamethrower is mounted on this this robot in such a way that even if the flames had been able to do anything they were only you know it was so high that it would go over any other robot there was one robot i saw that someone had basically converted a stand-up vacuum cleaner right and sergeant bash had a right time with that burning the fucking fur coat off that but maybe they were saying if... pointless so that he was my favorite because he, he was like why do that you, sh-, you know give him a i think weapon. it's
1: you know they were baiting the uh, competitors to play the meta game here it's like, if you were going to really go after it, you knew that whoever was playing Sergeant Bash was just going to go to the fucking... Drive towards the pits and flame those motherfuckers. You would never go near because you knew that at a second's notice. Because they, it was really just kind of like a loose net, right? Uh, so easily...
0: No, there was definitely, like,
1: bulletproof nah, glass Nah, no, nah, fuck that. There. I <laughs> want <it>. to <laughs> believe it's a net and you can definitely get flame- toasted through that.
0: <laughs> like sand discs in your eye and stuff. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We're talking about Robot Wars, by the way. <laughs> uh, I guess sometimes I forget people listen to this. Mm. So I seem to remember, like... It's People make robots in their garages and then fight them. Yeah. And it was kind of fun. It
1: was, because some people made some real shit. Real shit. <laughs> My favourite, I remember, was someone was doing an Egyptian-themed uh, robot <laughs> called the Scarab. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what its weapon was, but it all ended up looking like it was a flat-designed robot, but they had some kind of, like, was supposed to be, I don't know, like some gold-leaf, kind of like plating something supposed to be austere with some hieroglyphics on. All it looked like was a piece of cheese on toast. <laughs> I just remember so kill long, just running it over in like the first 20 <laughs> seconds. I
0: remember you get like... Yeah, I mean, all the novelty ones were obviously doomed from the start. And I remember, I remember like, I can't remember what the robot was, but it was like a, a robot that someone had made some dad and they're- they're like two kids, two eight-year-old kids, and like, uh, yeah, in the first 20 seconds, they hadn't just, like, defeated this robot, Sir Killalot was using its pincers to cut it up. <laughs> <laughs> and it cut to this kid's face! And you ca- you cannot look more sad without, like, without fully crying. It looked sadder than crying. It looked like he was so sad he would never be able to cry again. This- this little kid whose, like, eyes barely came over the fucking counter. Well, this—these you know, controlling this, this, this robot. What must have and been Sir a lot <laughs> just crunched it up. You know, like you will never fucking use this robot again.
1: <laughs> what Sakila doesn't understand is like he—he li- he doesn't live with his father at all. In fact, he's been estranged for many years. This robot was supposed to be a bonding experience that was bu- supposed to bring them together for life, and it was chewed out in
0: minutes. Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. what lot doesn't understand is all of that depended was the dependent factor in the father's parole that they had this bonding experience. So he's back to jail tomorrow <coughs> now because of this. You were meant to be in a robot tournament. You got, you know, what is this? You're not in a robot tournament anymore? Back to jail for you. 20 years. Uh. So Killer Lot did know all that. Yeah, That's why he did it.
1: Yeah, it was, I always thought the credit sequence was a little bit harsh when you saw those fathers being dragged away
0: in chains, but... <laughs> <laughs> With craig charles in a toga just giving the thumbs down yeah i mean if they didn't have i any, decree dash
1: if there wasn't any legal precedent to take him away then it was just for the colosseum
0: <laughs> yeah the the first series first few series of robot wars was better because it wasn't all fighting do you remember when they would have the first thing you had to do was go through an obstacle course? No, I don't
1: remember this at all. I, uh, I didn't watch it religiously. Yeah. I'd, I'd kind of catch it in passing, and it was always yeah, it was just yeah, melee uh, kind of furrows and shit like that. Yeah. Um. So what were the so, so yeah, there was an obstacle course. See if you can my memory. What was on this this course? Was it like mouse trap?
0: The the yeah, I mean it was ridiculous, and there were zones where the house robots i.e. the extremely oh, overpowered that's right. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: robots could could get you if you strayed in but they were kind of restrained and um yeah i don't know like what would there have been i mean i guess ramps and like oh can it clear what's its clearance can it clear it <laughs> i mean there was it was not like it had to go underwater or anything <laughs> it was more it was more like a sequence of events where people who like hadn't No, I don't even want to say like hadn't grasped, hadn't mechanical engineering, (laughs) mechanical mechanical engineering. I I think it was more just like they didn't get a trial run or anything. It's like which way is my robot even facing? Go, (laughs) and then so many people just drive straight into the pit.
1: Yeah, I mean there must have been Um, a a degree of technical knowledge to kind of build something remote control, but it always puts me in mind of totally um, of. that's
0: why it was always savage because you knew it had taken people like a lot of time to make these things that were just getting murdered yeah well i don't know maybe
1: there's kind of like a um like a sort of starter blister pack or something like that where you just get a like remote control frame because it always puts me in mind of like a lego set i got as a kid which was a remote control car right um Mm. so basically you had like the remote control car like base and then you built the car on top of it um so, I mean... Per- so you just
0: had the base and then you built, like, a sex palace on well, there. Well, yeah. I
1: mean, for the first day, I built, like, a real car. And I seem to remember the box came with, like, loads... You know, the box it came in, it, it had loads of, like, cutouts and stuff like that. So once you were unpacking it, you could turn it into its own little, kind of, obstacle course and stuff like that. It was kind of... the It was way too sensitive. And I, I seem to remember it would just kind of fly all over the fucking place. But, yeah, after the car was done, I just built, like, the <laughs> most offensive, like, tower on it I possibly could. And send it career careering down the hall- hallway to the kitchen just to piss off the uh, piss off the dog and uh, least of all my fucking father well because it would be like you know uh, it would be like three feet tall and like 200 pieces and as soon as it would go it was like, it was like kamikaze strike you know as he's cooking <laughs> and I, I would imagine I'd pick out these pieces as I'm eating it later you know
0: <laughs> pieces of lego like uh so was it like did you have to make your own like gears and stuff did it was it wasn't no, one of those no, no, sets no. that came with gears no because no. i had one of those but it was donated by a bigger boy oh uh uh like a i don't know like a family friend's son who was like 10 years older than me had this like really good looking like lego car set but half of it was missing right so I had, like, I had all the cogs to make stuff, but invariably I'd just make walls of moving cogs.
1: <laughs> a gearbox that wasn't really a gearbox.
0: Yeah. I mean, the way, the way I would play Legos, Legos, Lego blocks, is I'd either be building something, or if I was going to play, like, like with a car, like when you see a kid playing with like, a toy car, they're just moving it backwards and forwards hmm. and like imagining the road. You don't really need a, a whole road or anything. There's no point of putting remote control stuff on Lego because, what you know, the house I've built is tiny compared to it. What am I going to do? Just drive it around in a circle? Mm.
1: You can look in through the window and just imagine.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess there must have been a cross, but, you know, in terms of how Lego wants you to play with it from building to, you know, playing it more like dollies, Right. Mm. Because I remember, like the early Lego stuff I I had was all like build a house, build a ship, yeah, you know, just one-off things like build a house with no furniture or anything, just something that looks like a house.
1: It's definitely gone in that. Di- I remember uh, in that direction. I remember. And now that- it's
0: all like play as Indiana Jones and pretend to bum this other one. <laughs> oh. You- use your pirate sword to cut off this lego piece's arm and then fuck it with a broomstick yeah there's always it's all that isn't it damien it,
1: isn't abs- it yes i mean have you not seen those lego movies and video games it's 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 very blue as will arnett
0: m- not made himself clear he loves it <laughs>
1: i mean lego as, as a franchise grew up grew up as much as i did it's definitely for fucking adults now my god it's fucking filthy now, you can put those, those tiny little pieces in places you wouldn't even imagine.
0: Your ass. <laughs> For instance.
1: All right, well, it turns out you don't need that much imagination, but... <laughs> I didn't want to be explicit because like, I'm a gentleman. Why
0: don't you get one of, nice, one of those nice one blocks and use that instead of a contact lens and see if you can get that behind your fucking <laughs>
1: eye?
0: You get- why not do that? Are you baiting me or the audience here? Yeah, (laughs) you, anyone. Anyone, (laughs) get some Lego and put it in your eye. You're not like behind it,
1: but just under one of the
0: eyelids, that's fine. You'll be able to fish it out if anything goes south. If it works its way behind your eye, that's that's fine. (laughs) We've got doctors. It's what they do. So, uh, tell me about Brandenburg Airport. Ah! Damien went on holiday! Yes. I left
1: the country for the first time in a couple of years. Um,
0: La-dee-da. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm not that well-traveled. I know you talk about how many airports you've seen in your life, but I regard this Brandenburg Boy Airport... Boy lived. What?
0: Boy have I, I lived. I know.
1: I'm very jealous, you know.
0: Well... I... No. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I've be- been in airports. I've been in airports on five continents. The only thing I've ever seen different in an airport is in Cuba, uh they had a smoking room like right in the middle of you know where the actual gates mm. are? They had a smoking room and it was essentially a room in a room. You know, a room within that hallway. Yeah. You would walk right past it. It was um three, blah, blah, sorry. Three walls were glass. It was just a waiting room where you could smoke, and it was, it was like the scene in Independence Day, right, where the aliens in the in the test chambers, and they can't see anything because it's like full of gas. gas. And occasionally, you'd see people like come up to the window with like a full-on cigar. Like I've never seen like smoke, (laughs) white smoke as opaque as that. You couldn't see to the other side of it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not interesting. I'm just saying that's the most interesting thing I've ever seen. Well,
1: there wasn't much in, terms of, yeah, in general interest. I noticed on my uh, journey into Berlin, because I think they've been trying to open this airport for like the better part of the last 10 years, and they've retired their other airports, so it's just Brandenburg now, to my knowledge. Um, the first thing I noticed, which wasn't, it's not really a huge thing is when you got to... What was the other airport? Schoenfeld. And there was, uh, there was also Tegel as well. I don't, Tegel's been closed for a while. I didn't ever see that, but Schoenfeld is what I used to fly into. And that's... Right. They closed that now. Well, that was a perfectly acceptable airport. I think it was quite small. So everything was pretty swift when I would go there, but there you go. Um, I don't it's our first time kind of travelling in europe after we uh, the, the UK is officially out of the eu as well so the first thing i noticed at passport control when i flew in there is that when we got to passport control there are like um 12 or so desks and what have you three um got allocated for um eu passengers i noticed that all the um eu all three of the eu desks were manned and maybe two of the uh, non eu ones were were manned out of an available like eight or nine plus um for like for the better part of 200 customers uh oh, passengers sorry um i don't know if that. that's so you saying they were they
0: were punishing you I, for leaving uh,
1: potentially i don't know i don't know what what it was but i mean all i noticed was that i i saw three people that could quite easily be you know shuttling us through the rest of those barriers just dicking around on their phones while, like, two dudes were who couldn't, who looked like they couldn't have given a fu- flying fuck, slowly marched people through this thing. It took me about an hour to get through, and that, just through that alone. Um, that's not even before we get to fucking baggage control. Not really why I hate the airport. That's just something I n- noticed on the uh, the way in. And I quickly forgot about that because I enjoyed my holiday. But when I got on my way back, um, uh, we had the big. Terminal entrance where you have all the check-in desks and what have you, and I I got there nice and early because I I generally tend to do that so I can dick around duty-free and relax. Um, I find airports. And drink. Well, I find airports stressful if you're kind of pressed for time. <coughs> Beg your pardon. So I got there checked in early, um, but all the check-in desks are very very close to security um but so the entrance uh, to security though these big wide mouth things you can see the long queues the you know the queue lines that people are supposed to be fed through till they get to the individual points where they'll get checked and what have you for whatever reason they uh, um they're pretty close to the uh, check in desk themselves so there's probably maybe like a 12 foot clearance between this and for whatever reason i presume some kind of security alert but they wouldn't open that at all they wouldn't let anyone through security but they didn't decide to let anyone even queue for security, so you have I don't know how many fucking flights that you just kind of let back up. They're full of uh, passengers, just congregate outside where these queues were, were supposed to start. I I don't know how long it was closed for. I knew that I was waiting for them to open this uh, just the queue lines for at least forty five minutes. Um, mm-hmm. And when they did, um, rather than try and expedite anything, because the, the the point that they opened it, we're talking like maybe 500 people just in a huge crowd everyone's irate they knew the second they're going to open this stuff it's just going to be a scrum and people are just going to push however just to get into these fucking things i thought i was okay because i was pretty close to the barriers to get in You you scan your ticket and what have you as soon as i do and everyone at this point is like kind of pulling you back and pushing you this that, and the other turns out i was in the business line so that i couldn't do that at all um so I joined mm-hmm. another queue, which was like fucking 200 fucking feet long to a place that I'd passed before, what have you. Um, and I, I joined that and what have you halfway through, they said, no, you're not doing that. There's actually another desk in another building over here. How did you not know? So obviously not, they no information on what's going on. They clearly didn't have the facilities to kind of back, uh, uh backlog people like this. Um, and apparently, when they they did condescend uh, to say, "Look, there's another desk around here that's been open for all this time," it's um it's in another building adjacent with no signposting, and I just it's clearly I don't know how they were they're designing this fucking thing, but there's there was nothing to tell you this at all, and no one seemed to give give a shit. Um, like fucking almost an hour into this fucking bullshit. I mean, I gave myself a couple of hours, but I imagine some people were on the verge of missing their flights I'm probably fucking did at this point it took me what close to about 90 minutes when all was said and done because by the time i reached the available open security desk the queue was so fucking long it's another 45 fucking minutes um that was that gave me maybe like fucking 10 minutes to get to duty free Uh, no no that's an exaggeration maybe about half an hour something like that i dick around um i had to pick up uh, you still got in there early I got, well, not early, well, early enough, but uh, I was asked to pick up a couple of things from Duty Free for a couple of people, so I did that. Um, it didn't give me any time to kind of sit down, maybe have a drink and relax and what have you. So it kind of went um, up, uh, so I kind of rushed towards the gate um what have you. And I've, I saw something that I personally have not seen in an airport before. After going through security and check-in, I found another passport control desk. Um end this point, what yeah so i mean so you had to go through two I had to go through two and i've never seen that before i've i've never seen that either um i'd given myself like 15 minutes to get to the gate from where i was only to find
0: so you shoot your pants basically you? yeah
1: um I, I i saw this and clearly another half an hour fucking queue again uh there was an eu desk that was kind of fully manned uh, two people and the rest just there were two guys to get everyone going back to the fucking UK on the 7.30 flight and what have you. Um, uh, through, and then halfway through, one of these motherfuckers just, like, takes off his little fucking bomber jacket and says, no, I'm done. And he sits there fucking dicking around on his iPhone just says, no, look, you can't, because, look, this one's closed. Doesn't leave the fucking booth or anything like that. Fucks off to say, I'm on a break. Just sits there doing nothing. Well, it's like 100 people just lo- losing their absolute fucking minds. So we're all on the same flight. Yeah. And they're just like, no, nah, we're not going to do anything. we will just fucking march you through. They um, obviously n- they knew that everyone had checked in. They were in the airport and they're being hung up here, so they delayed the flight. But fuck knows, no, 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 it was absolutely fucking dreadful. Never seen that before. And that was, f- that was that w- that was fine, f- absolutely fucking fucking fine. Um, so, I'm, but the real shit storm was when I arrived back at Heathrow, because one of the things that um, I travelled with. Um, for my holiday was my gun <laughs> a few syringes you know no I'd um, I traveled with bit of smack I traveled with one of my guitars Um, I bought, uh, I was going to see my uncle and we talk about this you know uh, he's a guitar player as well and we talk about this stuff all the time I've relatively recently bought quite an expensive guitar and I wanted to go show it off so I'd bring that with me I had no problem going out there on the flight booked it on uh, you know fragile items cargo all that kind of stuff did the same here Um, Only when I get to the other side, I'm at fucking baggage control for about an hour waiting for it to come through and nothing happens. I had hand luggage, but I had one piece of, you know, hand luggage, so I just boarded the guitar, that was it. Um, Everything else I just put in the overhead and what have you, so I'm just stood there, nothing, absolutely fucking nothing. And I have to join this fucking queue, customer service, with a couple of other people from the flight, and I'm hearing the same fucking stories, like, where's my fucking stuff from Brandenburg? And if my turn comes up, it's like, yeah, they didn't, like, load half of the cargo at Brandenburg. They for whatever reason, like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's a... I mean, I, I mean, I, I can see people you know, getting upset in front of me, and it's like, dude, you've lost like uh, pants and a toothbrush. Um, for my sins, I've just lost like a two grand fucking musical instrument. I, I'm, I'm like shitting myself at this point. One thing that did happen out on my holiday is I had um my watch, um which is uh, a gift from my nan, many many years ago. It's quite, uh, it's a relatively expensive watch, but the strap broke, one of the pins, so I couldn't wear it. So rather than put it in my luggage, uh, I think since I had no problem boarding any um, thing, I just kept it in the guitar guitar case with various bits and bobs there. So not only am I losing something of incredible financial value, at least to me, something of,
0: of uh,
1: immeasurable sentimental yeah, value yeah. as well. And I, this poor woman who could see I had fucking murder in my eyes, who was, was very calm and professional. I give I a give credit. I didn't, pop of her at all but i was so so fucking It's like well you know we know it's going to be um either in this airport or that airport uh
0: what they don't even know what airport oh my god oh no no no.
1: no. sorry i'm 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 paraphrasing she obviously specified and it's like it's going to be one of two places we have no evidence of it being here um we'll just have to kind of log your case and we'll get back to you this that and the other and Fortunately, my my mom's boyfriend is an uh, engineer for BA, so he kind of dropped what he was doing, like went and checked everything, kind of behind the scenes as you were, and he could kind of confirm that. Well, wow, that is fortunate. Uh, he confirmed it wasn't a throw, <laughs> right? But um, yeah, um, they did find it later on. They just yeah, they just had a obviously they, they they the baggage comes out and obviously consignment of cars and what have you, and they apparently two of them they just didn't have the time to load. Um, so they just decided not to, was the issue. And it's like, I, what the fuck is up with these people? I don't know if the people who board the cargo are, are stuff, if it's stuffed by the airlines or the airport. So I don't know if these were BA's people that kind of work on stuff there or if it's just Brandenburg. But I, I, we had to delay the flight half an hour because most of the flight didn't realize there was a second passport desk right at the fucking gate saying, no, 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 no. Um, we're not going to let you leave the country without your papers. It's like, that's what I thought was really fucking baffling. It's, I get why this, you have that when people are coming in, but we're trying to fucking leave. Do you not want us to go?
0: <laughs> but the, Yeah, two, two, going through two seems really yeah, weird.
1: I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't see what, if I didn't they they'd already checked it at two stages at that point um a third so i don't know what it's supposed to achieve really um especially when you're trying to affect egress from a country
0: uh yeah but it gave yeah, it gave know, the airport yeah. more time to fucking board, it, board
1: the luggage and this i i, I absolutely don't know so so we had arranged to do this a week ago um and I thought originally it was because I had to stay and do my day two test, which turns out is fucking horseshit, by the way. But I had to kind of just sit home and stew in my own juices waiting for this fucking phone call that they may or may not find this fucking thing. So absolutely fuck Brandenburg in every available hole because they absolutely... I I, I don't know what it is, if it's staffing issues, organisation or what, but they clearly are not meant to be open for another fucking ten years. It wasn't, I mean, the facilities weren't shoddy, but the fucking people behind it and the organization was like unlike anything I've seen in an airport. And it was, yeah, Mm -hmm. undid the work of a good holiday, really, because I came back absolutely fucking wrecked. Fuck those people.
0: When I first came to America, I think it was in, like, 2013, I came to New York, and the security were, like, really really hostile right uh, and um i went up to the passport desk and they wouldn't speak to me and the guy was like gesturing for me to like put my hand on a hand scanner and i was like what and he was like getting mad at me because i didn't understand what he wanted me to do he was like making the gesture right but i'd never seen one so i ended up doing it and yeah i mean it's n- nothing on your story or anything it's just that it was like it, i've been i've been through several times since then and um it wasn't like that Hmm. it was you know it just seemed i don't know for whatever reason like extremely like oh i mean you know thank god my name isn't abdullah (laughs) i guess (laughs) i'd have been turned away a couple of years ago do you remember that
1: no i don't actually
0: you don't remember that some some british teacher who was a muslim right got turned turned away in 2017 oh so quite recently. as well right okay yeah it was after trump Jeez. it was it was because of the so-called muslim ban yikes they say i mean he was british <laughs> i mean he wasn't i mean when i say he was british it wasn't like he was a moroccan person living in britain he was like hello mates <laughs> apples yeah, and, and how's yeah, your father like, like and they yeah and they asked him as well are you a muslim like what the fuck is that gonna do with you letting me into your country <laughs> so what would you say to that? You a Muslim, I dabble. You know. <laughs> Only on the weekends, you know. Yeah. Only for Mosque Fridays myself. No, I'm thinking about Hajj, but I don't well, know. Synagogue Saturdays. You know. <laughs> Synagogue
1: I've got a different religion for every day of the week. Mosque Mondays, you know.
0: What would what would Wednesday be though? <laughs> I've uh, uh, I have no idea. Wakanda Wakanda Wednesdays. <laughs> That's a religion too. It is now. <laughs> we believe in science, damn it.
1: Oh, the other thing that I I thought was. But, um worrisome as well so i thought after when i got to heathrow it was like all right i'm a uk citizen passport control here will be fucking breeze because i have you know you've got the easy pass desk where it's just all well, electronic I,
0: and instead they were like why the fuck were you in germany what the fuck do you think you were doing in fucking <laughs> no. germany
1: well you obviously it scans your passport and the, the photo on file and then does a face id thing and it just wouldn't recognise it because of uh, the beard, and it's like I—I I just thought at this point you have a beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just thought.
0: Well, how, why do you say it like that? Like I meant to know you have a beard. I have a beard. I haven't seen your face in in many years.
1: It's very hairy now. Um, oh, is <laughs> the correct reaction. <laughs> Um but as soon as I, I realised what was up, it's like, oh it's cause it's quite long and shaggy as well. I just assumed sirens were just gonna of drop from the scenes like, come over here, Sonny Jim. <laughs> Are you really British? <laughs> <laughs> I did have to join another queue in the end and then the, the guy had to do a double take checking the photos. Like, you fucking cunt. <laughs> Everyone else checked the photo yeah. and was like, yeah, okay. It's obviously the same dude, <laughs> just scruffier. It oh was nowhere near as problematic yeah. as I thought, but I just, uh,
0: I just, I, I don't know. You, know. you know, right. I don't know. Obviously I don't know any, any better, I suppose, but I would have thought that if you had the resources and technical ability or access to the te- technical ability to fake a passport in a way where the passport looks completely legitimate, mm. it's just, do they look the same? If you can do that, surely you can get into Britain without going through passport control. <laughs> right? Yeah. There, there are private planes coming in all the time. Surely you could hide on that. Yeah. You could pay someone. Surely you can get there by sea. It, you know, to, to, if you took a speedboat from fucking Holland to Britain, what's that, like an hour? You can land anywhere. You can land on one of Britain's many, many beaches. You could fucking, you could, you could land hundreds of people and start... Just unloading loads of drugs and pay off the facilities at Dartmouth. Yeah, just put them in
1: like scruffy beanies and bomber jackets and say they're all crab fishermen, you know. We're going to Billingsgate now.
0: Like, like thousands of them <laughs> walking through. Give them
1: one crab each so it looks legit, you know, it's fine.
0: <laughs> one crab
1: each? <laughs> they got to have the merch.
0: <laughs> they're, all, they're all in like identical dungarees <laughs> and everything. Every every crab has a balloon of heroin
1: where its brain should be.
0: Uh, yeah, and you—I mean—and you're specifically just trafficking in vi- Vietnamese women as well. So it's all these tiny Vietnamese women who've all got like fake facial hair all over them and stuff to make them look like grub fishermen.
1: There we go. I, I mean, I hope no nefarious types are listening to this because we've given them a golden idea. Do you we know might what be... makes a lot of money trafficking people. <laughs> From Holland. <laughs>
0: from Holland. The That's feet where feet they are. From are. Loads of people in Holland.
1: So if you can get them to, it's
0: all about supply and demand, Damien. <laughs> you take loads. You take a place where there's loads of people. Where aren't there any people, right? So think about it, right? <laughs> Asia, Southeast Asia. Two thirds of the world population live there. Get them over. Do you know where it wants more people? Texas. They're crying out. Yeah. Okay. Specifically, non-whites is what they want. They're always asking for that. <laughs>
1: I believe it's like the credo of the state, is it not?
0: (laughs) Bring in the darkies. Welcome is the credo of the state. (laughs) I mean, why not? You know, what's the credo of the nation? Land of the free. Give me, give me your fucking tired and hopeless and poor fuck off. <laughs> oh, they you better have, have a fucking, fucking visa to get in here, mate. <laughs> have
1: they ratified it now so it doesn't have fuck off on the end now? Fuck off.
0: <laughs> That's what's in the Statue of Liberty's book. It just says fuck off on it.
1: <laughs> the Statue of Liberty now has sunglasses on as well.
0: <laughs> also, when I went to New York, um, through New York the last time, um, I think it was... I think it was the last time, it doesn't matter, it was in a queue, uh, waiting, and passport control is American, non-American, and then someone walks past from the airport and someone says, oh, um, is there anywhere I can go that's quicker, because I'm Canadian, and the person's like, oh god, you don't need to wait with these people, come on, and gets them into, like, the American thing, and it's like, yeah, that makes sense, because, you know, it's a country next door, you know, you've got, got this huge border and everything, you know, your neighbors, there's gonna be people coming in and out all the time. Mm. You know, just like Germany and France and Belgium, they don't really need to have border controls. I mean, it's all really just right next door. Why would they do that? I remember thinking that and then thinking, Jesus, this is all retarded. <laughs> <laughs> like Canadians can come in, but like the idea of like, if you were a Mexican, the idea of saying that, I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm Mexican. Can I just jump to the head of the queue? <laughs> I'm Mexican, so, you know, why would I want to come in here and, you know, outstay my welcome or anything? I don't know. Like, what a fucking broken place this is. I mean, all of the world, really.
1: Hmm. But you're in a place that seems to pit- tit- typify a lot of those stupidities.
0: Why are you still Oh, there? yeah, not you,
1: though. No <laughs> oh, no, the UK is a, is, it's a shining beacon. <laughs> a bastion of <laughs> logical thought. <laughs>
0: Yeah, how is the UK? Because uh, I saw something the other day that said um, UK gains compared to losses in terms of import/export after Brexit are one to one hundred and sixty-eight. Uh, and yes, I have multiple relatives saying the shops are bare.
1: Yeah, that's that's.
0: I mean, not completely bare. Like we can eat, but just not you know, can't eat anything fresh. All the produce. That where we in Britain are so used to, all the British peppers yeah. I don't, all rotten. Yeah, I
1: don't know if I mentioned it last time, um, but a lot of the stuff, uh, at least at work, um, massive, massive shortages. But you take you that on a lot. But
0: D- Damien, you work in a British restaurant. I mean, surely surely, most of your items are like toast sandwiches and things. <laughs> Eggs. Yes.
1: But they're French chickens, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait a minute, this isn't the full menu. Oh, you want the eggs menu. <laughs> Slam. Eggs, any way you can possibly fucking want. But
1: no. we only do it one type. <laughs>
0: Scramble. Yeah, just eggs. <laughs> They're not chicken eggs or geese eggs or anything. just any eggs. No, in fact, I, I, it's, it's, it's all just bluster. I
1: don't actually work in a restaurant at all. It's just a dairy supplier. <laughs> I just don't have the balls to come to come out with it. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grocer. It's absolutely fine.
0: <laughs> Grossing. Grossing isn't racist.
1: <laughs> That's got to be the cold open for the show. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, so um yeah, the the stuff at your work.
1: Well, no, I I don't know. If, no, I think I mentioned it before. I'll, I'll keep it brief, but um nothing is kind of ch- The Ritz is it uh, called?
0: <laughs> Name and shame. The Wallsley. The, the Walls oh, Lloyd. I shouldn't
1: say that. Well, no, that's like fucking five years ago. I, they, uh, I, they're not gonna give a shit. I mean, I'm not shit housing them. I, I've done that many years ago. Um, I'm sure people connected. The, some people must have connected the dots if they really gave a shit. Um, I mean, I did. I, I did kind of shit mouth.
0: I don't think so. I don't think anyone's listening to this like that. No. Nah. I got a comment the other day saying, "Have you guys ever seen Fraser?" <laughs> If not, you should check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's really very funny.
1: No, um, um yeah, it's a, all yeah. that stuff that that rest. No, uh, it's, I did. I was shit housing a lot of a restaurant that may or may not its name may or may not rhyme with slack cock um, over the last year. But I won't talk. I won't name the one that I'm currently working at because I believe. Um, Is that they try to build themselves quite, uh, they're trying to build themselves up on like social media. So if they ever find uh, anyone using the hashtag, they will check if it's stuff and if it's, you know, legit. But somehow, even where there have been cases where people have been disciplined uh, for like taking photos inside the restaurant, even though they're not, you know, portraying anything kind of untoward or saying this, that, and the other in one way or the other about the restaurant, it's like, yeah, you can't be doing that without permission. So they'll definitely now, be listening. Damien,
0: I I know that what I'm saying to you is uh public um, but if they ever do anything like that to you I would be more than happy to step in <laughs> and use my social media clout for evil. <laughs>
1: oh I mean I I keep all the I keep the photos I'll just I'll, I'll pass them on to you and you can just yeah put them on blast absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this restaurant's hygiene standards are poor. <laughs> Hashtag name of restaurants.
1: Oh, I mean, if not for nothing, but
0: <laughs> It's just like a picture of a foot <laughs>
1: <laughs> creeping from beneath the urinal the cubicle doors. No,
0: I mean is it is it that bad? I mean you've described things again, I don't want you to get into trouble or anything. Um but you've described things in this I mean, I don't want to say expensive restaurant, but it's it is a restaurant. It's not Chipotle. No, 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 no. it's a restaurant. You've it... described things in this restaurant which are pretty gross sounding.
1: Uh this one's not it's not too bad. It's a, it's definitely a step right. up from uh the previous place I was working I'm quite happy with that, but it's far from Slat perfect. Cock. Yeah, Slackcock. Um may not be may or may not rhyme with slack cock. <laughs> Um I did hear about that restaurant quite recently. Um I told you um on the day of an expe- inspection from the EHO, um, uh, because the managers w- refused to get the uh, induction, uh, the, the canopies cleaned uh, above the grills, what have you, which obviously fills out all the smoke through like fucking four flats, what have you, they all got backed up and s- basically smoked out the building, which was like, like a couple of dozen residential um, places. So you just, it just flushed out the fucking street.
0: So we had apartments above. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and it was all very embarrassing, and it was yeah. The, the EHO witnessed it all firsthand while we're supposed to be while they're looking for like rat shit and stuff like that. Which get, granted, with everyone Capers. flushed out, it also flushed out the EHO. So I imagine that like, a couple of people were going around with dust fans and brushes just to make sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Quickly, quickly, quickly. And we all complained about that. It's like, well, what the fuck is going on? That's like incredibly negligent. Why are the EHO not fucking busting us for it? Which they didn't. But I did hear quite recently that the head chef, um, had to go to hospital and now is not allowed to work anywhere near a fucking grill for the rest of his life because his lungs are so fucking... Tar- <laughs> By
0: order of who? By order of the Queen. The Queen's like, you're done cooking.
1: Well, I mean, on doctor's orders, basically. He was in the hospital. On doctor's orders? What? Yeah.
0: Why, is he super flammable or something? He's
1: basically, his. I don't know, some kind of like acute asthma attack or something like that, but his lungs are so tired oh. up. And it was something coupled with his... Uh, it's to, uh, because of how it was kind of polluting his blood he's ended up with a bit of a bizarre heart condition because of it um oh God. yeah no it's really grim he was he was touch and go for him the poor bastard um
0: okay see i'm sorry i thought when you said he's not allowed to go near a grill again i thought it was because he did something stupid <laughs> or or like he he served some like he served the Queen and the Queen was like this is the worst burger. This is the worst cheeseburger I've ever had. <laughs> I'd get better at
1: That's why the Queen needs rest like now burger these days. King. that's why the queen, that's why the Queen is on bed rest now. Because <laughs> she ate that burger. Absolutely.
0: And her like like the whole thing about Queen Victoria saying to the royal artillery, like, You let me down so you have to wear this. <laughs> white bandolier in the colonies for the rest of for a hundred years like that like the queen's like with my dying breath that man is not allowed to cook anymore
1: <laughs> just not allowed to grill no it's
0: not legal but it's my will he can prepare a salad that's fine you can put him on benefits <laughs> <sighs> i'm sorry i don't even know where i'm going with any of this no. i mean that's for the last 12 episodes i think we're on episode 10 <laughs> so. i already I've got got run out of back that one. Half,
1: half a year before we fucking resurrected this shit <coughs> no yeah so yeah. i mean i i don't know what fucking legal kind of standpoint that restaurant's in now but they were they knew that they had they had been neglecting that it's obviously been fucking flooding that kitchen with snut smoke and god knows what kind of fumes or what have you and this guy was working like 70 hours a fucking week just bore the brunt of it day in day out and he ended up so close to fucking death i mean fuck that place i don't know yeah they haven't shut the fucking restaurant they've just got someone else to step in it's like i wouldn't fucking step foot in that fucking place i knew it was a shithole but uh they had, they have the proof black and white it, it, it almost killed someone All they had to do was basically keep up with their, you know, basic cleaning regimen. Just get, you know, for something like that, they'd have to just hire in a couple of guys and then, you know, a morning's worth just fucking flushing the stuff out and it works fine. But they just didn't want to do that. Too fucking cheap. They didn't want to close a restaurant for like a lunch or something like that. Because if they do it, then there's, you know, there's there's nothing we can do, nothing we can cook. And that's obviously money down the fucking toilet while they're spending money on workmen. So instead it's like, no, fuck it, we'll just keep pressing on. And now this guy's, yeah, he's fucked for the rest of his life.
0: Yes. It seems, yeah, I wouldn't say it's especially a London thing, but it seems very London. Like, you know, when you move into an apartment and you can tell that they stopped painting it like an hour ago. Like, it's still wet. Mm. And, like, you're meant to to air this out, guys. Like, I'm not really meant to sleep in a room. Just open the fucking windows. Don't be pussy. Come on. (laughs) No, no. Oh, I got the brain damage. Oh. Um, so, do you want to. Do you have any ideas about movie mashups? Because <laughs> that's what I said the podcast topic was about, but obviously, who cares? I'm not going to name it after the topic, even or anything. So no, it's going to be so. I slack just thought I should off, say this it? bit <laughs> so that people understand that we're talking about movie mashups for a reason, if indeed we do have anything to say about that.
1: Um. I mean, I thought of, I thought of one which uh, um but granted, one of the movies I haven't seen dad has told me about this. Oh good. Um and I don't need to see it I don't, I'll mention the title I don't think you'll need you'll you'll know exactly what the movie is immediately. Yeah. But my dad told me about it and I was fucking shocked that he uh he told me he'd sat down and watched this. Um it was Hotel for Dogs. <laughs> right um i don't think it's i think it's like a disney or dreamworks thing where basically you've got kids trying to save like a wreck center but this time it's like a dog pound or some shit like that but i wanted to see that mashed up with another movie that he frequently talks about in a bizarre way and that's john carpenter's the thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh the thing right Uh, so what so it's the thing but like dogs and they've got to work out if each other's the thing.
1: No, I just, uh, I imagine it's Hotel for Dogs, and you've got these little eight-year-olds running around going, "Oh, we've got to save these dogs. But every, like, you know. What, what is Hotel for Dogs? I'm just going out on a limb here, but I, from what I would gather, judging by the title, it's some hokey kids movie about a... a uh, uh, but, I think they have, like, an abandoned house, family house, what have you, and they just end up taking in loads of dogs after some kind of personal trage- family tragedy or something like that. Um, and I'm going to guess the crux of the story is going to be that someone says, you shouldn't be taking in all these dogs and looking after it. This isn't right. We're going to shut you down. And then they have to have, oh. like, a big benefit concert where the dogs play in a rock band. And then, like... Everyone, you know, they So the nuisance neighbours can remain. <laughs> and they've got enough money and they I can see. stay. But all those all those all the neighbors that, you know, really hated it at first have enjoyed the uh the pleasant sounds of this doggy rock band. And now have come round. And now everyone loves the dogs and they all stay and live happily ever after. Forever.
0: It's not like a real dog. So you band want where you want to sort of make that into the thing babies
1: (laughs) what i want is these kids running around being smug and self-satisfied and in the back every one of these dogs up to their dog-like antics if you look closely in the background one of their heads drops off and it starts to sprout into a fucking spider and i want that in every fucking scene at some point you see
0: oh and it cuts just before the kid realizes what's going on so it's implied that the kid got thinged Oh no! What the,
1: what they choose to do with the humans, I don't really care. I just want in the background you just see like a dog going to what well, looks like it's going to take a shit, and you just see like an arm sprout out of its backside, and it starts walking around like kind of what was it it styling just by the hand, and rear up. I want body horror in this fucking hokey story for kids. All right, and I think if you yeah. see a, a a pug dividing into two and growing. Uh, like a second secondary head uh and uh, with with ideas to eat an eight-year-old child it might spice it up enough for me to check it out i know why my dad checked it out i think we
0: could both agree that body horror and probably a little bit of soft core pornography is exactly what woody woodpecker (laughs) was missing and if it had would have been the best film ever made
1: I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I mean, it is the best movie ever, made. <laughs> I didn't have any problem yeah. watching that movie. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't protest that okay, at all. Okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I'll, okay, I like it. And, and then where, where would it, how would it end? Well, see, the thing... Uh, is, is there an
1: opening for a sequel? Perhaps, because the reason I, I thought um, it'd be a good marriage with a thing uh, would be because, uh, well, first off, my dad checked out this movie because it's full of dogs. For, for all well for all his sins, right. he just loves all things dog related. apparently it's just really, it's, it's kind of porn for people who just love dogs when they're cute little antics. And that's all what it's all about. You just see dogs frolicking. Not that he can't just, like, switch off the TV and look around him to find that with, like, fucking 12 of the bastards around here. But apparently he needs to see it on TV at the same time as well.
0: Yes, your dad's new philosophy is.
1: No, well, he has this idea about John Carpenter's as a thing, um, and he just. <laughs> for whatever reason, it seems to dispel all disbelief for him when he watches it now. Not the fact that it's science fiction at all, and it's with this outlandish premise, but it, it's. Rubber thing. spider heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the reason he doesn't buy that movie is he's like, well, if you've got this alien that can shapeshift and is obviously at to fucking take over the world, what it should do, right? It's just like stay as a dog. Because if it did that, then everything would fucking love it. It'd just go back to the mainland. Just be pampered its whole life. That's why I don't buy the fucking thing. Sorry, it's like, it's right, it kind of started out as a bit of a joke here and then. But every time he brings it up, he says it with a bit more earnest and uh, a bit more vigor. I at, suppose at this point. maybe if
0: if it had stayed as a dog, it would would have been able to penetrate human society though, right? It would have eventually been taken. <laughs> Are you on his wouldn't, side? Wouldn't it have eventually been taken back to, Well, you know, off the, it's not going to live the rest of its life mm. on that no uh, that base is it so it would eventually be taken back to you know a more populated not very cold place and then it then it could do its thing
1: yes i mean they do touch on that but my dad's point is that this thing is not out well they did talk about in the movie yeah that's why they um they sabotage all the communications that we can't get let this thing get out It was just obviously gonna sit and what have you and wait for rescue
0: no but i'm saying i'm saying it could have it could have just been the dog and not, you know, just maintained it itself as the dog, and then just, yeah, I'm a dog, I'm a normal dog, everything's fine, I'm a dog, and then wait until they take it back to, you know, the big base. So
1: what the movie is, it's just six months of these guys hanging out with a new dog, and then, like, the last ten minutes of this movie, they, the dog obviously fucks off on, like, whatever transport kind of touches base, and they just, go, they just start checking out all these radio communiques and news from the mainland that everything's going to shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and they're the last survivors. Oh, actually, I made a... Oh, no, the, the, the end, you leave the end of a on a cliffhanger there. where you see <laughs> the... You leave the end on... The end is a cliffhanger where the dog prints out its own plane ticket to New York. <laughs> and it, it's for MacReady, and it knows that if McCready finds this, it, he'll take the dog with it, with him, thinking it's still a normal dog. There's no horror. <laughs> and it's it. you can hear what the thing is thinking. It's basically... Um, what's it called go go home go home alone alone go home uh
1: i, I don't i don't know.
0: two dogs and a cat go in search of their family or leave their family to go in search of treasure or something <laughs> and you can hear their voices
1: family is the real treasure that's what they learned along the way
0: i don't think that's what it's called I have Fucking no idea <laughs> uh,
1: but it sounds like a million different movies
0: um Oh, no, the, the the dogs the dogs voiced and the cats voiced, and it's all like, "Whoa, well, I'm a dog."
1: <laughs> What's your point
0: at, the, uh, at this? Yeah, at this stage, it's a movie that exists. The th- <laughs> the the thing has narration over it, where it's like, um, if there were other things, like imagine if the thing was a dog when the thing thinks, other dogs can hear it because it's really, say, you know, right. speaking. It's just they didn't want to do lip-sync or anything. Right, okay. The dog still barks, but then you hear what that means if it was a human saying it. Right. So the dog barks, and then, you know, you hear it go, but then there's voiceover going, we've got to rescue the children. Let's go to Syria. <laughs> and then all the dogs go to Syria and get involved.
1: Okay. So, um, so is there any story about... Animals on an Odyssey. What about will goes west, but Fivel is the uh, is the thing.
0: This is your idea.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm just saying about that's how you could have the thing thinking. So instead of there being horror, it's just the thing, like watching them and going. When I get to New York, I'm going to start assimilating these people. <laughs> that's all it really thinks about.
1: No, I, I if we can have voice. It has to have a plucky, irascible wit, surely.
0: No, it has to be um, fuck. I can't remember her name. Um, Audrey. Uh, Audrey Plaza. Uh, yes, it has to be her voice <laughs> through a synth. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, oh, okay. <laughs> Otherwise, it makes no sense. Otherwise,
1: it wouldn't be science fiction.
0: <laughs> yes, that's fucking Audrey Plaza. I don't understand that. It has to be Audrey Plaza. Yeah, we and, need to know it's a space dog. The dog has to be Grumpy Cat.
1: <laughs> oh, right, okay, so it gets the mainland, morphs its face. What's something that everyone knows and will accept and understand?
0: <laughs> Grumpy Cat. Why is? Why does this cat have a dog's body? No, the real horror would be if it was Doge. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, it's a cute dog, and then... Wah! <laughs> that's
1: a very good point. Well, I think that's what... My... My dad kind of yeah, would like point towards that, but he seems to kind of... I mean, one of the things about that movie is, you know, you never know its kind of motivations. My dad just kind of supposes that it's just there to kind of exist and then therefore live in luxury. It will, like, clock out that, you know, if it's a dog, it's always pampered. Wow. So it just goes to the mainland and lives on a velvet throw pillow for the rest of its fucking life. It's not about conquest or survival or... Some kind of you know instinct-driven need to consume or anything like that. It just—it's a—it's a highly intelligent animal that just wants to be fed grapes.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so wait, so was its end game then to take over McCready's body and like fly to a five-star restaurant and check in? No, it's it, according to my just dad. Just live, live in hedonism.
1: End game was just to get three walks a day and lots of fucking milk bones. You know, it's like you—you you have watched the rest of the movie, right? No, as soon as the dog (laughs) stopped being a dog, I don't want to watch it anymore.
0: (laughs) It's not real. (laughs) Well, duh. Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I like it. The thing mashed up with something called Hotel for 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 Dogs (laughs) that I've never heard of and you describe as a children's thing. (laughs) Thing babies. Thing babies. It's Muppet Babies with the thing and they're all dying and they're all they're dead forever after that and that's how we find the the Highlander among them <laughs> the chosen one the one who hid best
1: <laughs> you can see all his little buddies around him all, all already assimilated just their heads have sloped off and they're all sprouting little legs just kind of scrambling around this dude's there under his blanket but refuses to acknowledge them at this point they kind of Sick of his whiny little shit, they just leave him be.
0: Yeah, just to die. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, maybe, maybe not, not that. If uh, my dad's pre- presupposing that this, the thing has some kind of, you know, higher intelligence. So maybe at this point they're just kind of taunting him. It's not quite as malicious as that. They'll let him go, but after they've kind of really dressed him down, they want to break his spirit. Give him like a like a fat complex or something like that. <laughs> How is your dad? He's absolutely fine. <laughs> is he? Okay. I'm happy to hear that. How's the toilet? Um, I've only... I mean, i basically...
0: Uh, oh, I... Oh, I actually, just got, it doesn't get much use now.
1: Well, not this trip. No, I mean, I've just got in. Um, <laughs> so I haven't actually frequented the facilities here. So I don't have any updates on that one. So I have to... I've given people some toilet news, but not the toilet news. So... Not this time. Right. They'll have to wait. <laughs> That'll be for our Christmas special.
0: <laughs> and obviously for As It Happens news and updates, you can check out our blog. <laughs>
1: I've set up a Twitter. Yeah, My a Twitter. dad's toilet.
0: <laughs> I think you should set up a Twitter and start using it like people used to when it first came out, where you talk about literally what you're doing. So it's just... Pooping. <laughs> At the Why hand poo. that flushes the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Could someone possibly possibly set up a bot called <laughs> <laughs> at the hand that flushes the toilet and just set it so it's got like five tweets that it's just constantly <laughs> every, I mean like, not constantly but every four but like hours. a few times a day it's just going through the motions of going to the toilet <laughs> defecating, wiping washing hands Closing lid, <laughs> and then just that, just repeated forever. And but tweet it at people at Barack Obama <laughs> going to the toilet. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Pooping. <laughs>
1: Did you know? Wiping. <laughs> oh, I hope someone runs Attention to
0: that. at Senator Cruz. <laughs> I am going to the toilet.
1: It's eight twenty. <laughs> it's poo time. <laughs> Rock and roll, baby.
0: Yeah, I've been debating setting up an Instagram for myself uh, where I take pictures of uh, me looking hungover and shagged <laughs> and just, just put it out there and putting, you know, like, just c- captions about the influencer lifestyle. <laughs> Living it. <laughs>
1: I thought this was the ugliest I could be until I took this photo. This is after... <laughs> A sixteen-hour binge.
0: This is after I shit myself through my eyes.
1: <laughs> moonshine was not my friend.
0: <laughs> oh no, that's no one's friend.
1: No. Was it stuff real moonshine that I tried that we picked up from? Was it Family Dollar in the end, or were they fucking off license across the road?
0: Um, was it? J- I mean, I, I, it's moonshine in that it's. Uh, it came from a bathtub. It's like, it's sixty percent spirit okay um or whatever it is what is it by volume or the other one i mean it so it's stronger than the usual you know of whiskey right. or whatever i guess it's like mezcal yeah it's probably stronger than mezcal really but mezcal well like, you know also had that that tinge of um, i miss brain corruption
1: yeah i mean you could use that to like power a lawnmower or something <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that was yeah nice um yeah, I mean, I guess it was, but in terms of like illicit moonshine, no. I mean, obviously it was just, yeah. it's just a blended spirit called moonshine. Okay. But I've had moonshine that someone has made in a bathtub. <laughs>
1: and that's why I've, I've lost my vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We haven't seen each other in a while and there's a reason for that.
0: <laughs> it was like, it, it, they gave me some and um, it, was, it was nice. You know, it was like any other moonshine. Like I, if they hadn't told me I made this myself, I wouldn't have known. I mean, I don't. I mean why why bother i guess but maybe they're making loads of it (laughs) i think that's probably is the case actually yeah i think they had an extended family that they were probably like you know how we can save money don't buy booze i'll make us booze Hmm. (laughs) i'm not using that bathtub
1: (laughs) my dad had that same idea (laughs) during the lockdown bless him so he bought um i think he must have spent like 300 quid on like a gin still and I, I I told them, like, the day it arrived, so, like, you understand I, that that's just an ornament, right? You're never going to learn how to use this thing.
0: A gin still, yeah. right. It's like
1: this weird kind of, yeah, basically a, a smallish yeah. vat. You could probably get uh, maybe like 20 litres or something like that in it. Um, and you just kind of, yeah, ferment your own junipers and shit in it, or whatever it is, whatever the process is, I don't know. I, I yeah, I mean, we've, it's been here for the better part of 18 months. It's, he hasn't, yeah, it hasn't even been opened. It just looks nice on the side because it's all, it's all, yeah, it's a big old stainless steel thing, nice and shiny, he gets to polish it, it, looks good on the shelf. Well, on the shelf, it's too It's big been
0: years since I've been to the UK, but surely alcohol can't have increased. I mean, you could buy a bottle of shit, yeah, shit supermarket gin for like less than £10. Well, it depends on the volume, you? But that's I mean, that's exactly... got to be cheaper than making it yourself. No, no, no,
1: I think it, he just thought it would be like a project that he'd undertake, but... Alas, right. nothing came off it, and he just switched to the cheap supermarket gin. <laughs> it's not less than 10 quid because he buys it at volume. It's those three-liter uh, three bottles at 20 quid. Delightful.
0: I, I've, I've definitely reached a point in my life where I've – I think I've come to the realization rather than I've started to think. I've come to the realization that I don't like alcohol. I mean, more, more, I don't like the taste of alcohol or alcoholic drinks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You just at me like I'm an idiot. Like, no, li- I've noticed that the sun is hot. I,
1: I was listening intently. I was showing you some fucking
0: mm-hmm. respect, you bastard. Bastard. Uh, yeah, that, that's it. Just yeah. like, it, it, honestly, like, if, if you ask me my favorite beer, I don't have one. Yeah. It, it all tastes crap hop either too hoppy or just, it just says crap wine like yeah I, I can i can actually kind of enjoy like oh yeah that's different and stuff but yeah i don't know you know it, it's like if you said to me try these try these 20 different colas they're all different like i could drink it i could enjoy it but i wouldn't really want to <laughs> personally wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, to drink one but yeah yeah i wouldn't want to drink one yeah i could And it, ooh, that's sweet. Yeah, it's nice enough. But, yeah, I'm in
1: the same boat for kind of different reasons, really. I mean, I don't have a problem with the flavors or anything like that. I mean, perhaps spirits. I don't have a problem with the
0: flavors. I'm just saying, like, if if people were honest with themselves, like 95% of people would, you know, would say, Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't touch this shit if it was if it didn't get me drunk. Yeah, we were saying
1: that shit when we were teenagers, though. So like, we don't drink for the flavor; it's just to get pissed. I mean, my, yeah. where I am at the moment. But if
0: I do drink, any, if I do drink something for the flavor, I don't drink fucking ten pints. Again. Yeah.
1: Well, there are more di- there are more direct ways to get pissed. Yeah. to moonshine. No, <laughs> I, I, for me, I've just got to a point where whatever drinking kind of used to do in terms of like in, you know disinhibiting all that kind of stuff. It's just kind of become boring it doesn't really loosen me up like it used to i like you know like the first one and kind of be a little bit of sedation what have you but in terms of getting pissed it doesn't i've yeah done it enough where it's just i kind of do i'll do the same things i'll have have the same crap conversations that i normally wouldn't have it's kind of yeah routine to a point it's boring it's kind of played out and so i'll i'll still i mean i yeah i'll still drink but it's not as anywhere near as much fun as it used to be
0: well i think the responsible thing for me to say right now is it sounds like you're not drinking hard enough <laughs> perhaps i mean if it's not getting you <laughs> disinhibited anymore well it does you know, but not the, in like the, the kind the, of like the fun point li- where you risk arrest then you need to drink more mm, maybe
1: i don't do anything fun faster. i just kind of like, like talk start talking bollocks more so than usual
0: and yet here we both I are know, so not talking bollocks a, you know Judge. <laughs> They're sober people. My name is Judge. My name? <laughs> I never knew they had such technology.
1: <laughs> tetracycline should not
0: be administered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we even know what it is, as <laughs> well, tetracycline. Uh, I wonder if that's meant to be tetramycin. I have no, no I idea. just didn't want to use the name.
1: What is tetromycine? I don't know that.
0: Uh, it's an antibacterial. Okay. That's, yeah, that's it. Okay. You can give it to people, and you can also give it to animals to fight infection.
1: <laughs> to deworm them. <laughs> it's also a great cure for COVID.
0: Yeah. Did you read up about <laughs> that? I did. Yeah, yeah. 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 The last time Damien and I spoke, I filled I filled him in. <laughs> Woof. Um, um, in the U.S some people have decided that ivermectin which is a horse-paced uh dewormer is primarily meant for for horses and to get rid of parasites but it can be used in humans to get rid of parasites people in some people in the u.s and i guess elsewhere have decided that this is the real cure for covid and damien could not believe this when i told him
1: yeah i, I uh, I've had stories it, of death very funny but you what? I'd had stories of like death hole and bleach and what have you, but I thought they were just the usual Trump kind of vagaries where he's just talking bullshit. But people, the fact that they would adopted it quite with, with such, you know, earnestness and vigor is kind of, it's just fucking bizarre. And the,
0: the way, I mean, I I don't even say, I wouldn't even say the way it's happened or anything, but one of the things that I've observed is, Sometimes you'll see something along the lines of, like, an online conversation on the li- along the lines of, "It's horse paste. It's for horses." And someone will say, "No, it isn't. Look." And then there's like a link, and indeed, it isn't. It can be used in humans. There are human applications, <laughs> but but to get rid of parasites. Yeah. And but by but by the time they're on like. Well, okay, you're right, but it's to get rid of parasites and COVID isn't a parasite. You know, that person's already admitted, like, oh, no, I was wrong to begin with. When I called it horse paste. well, woe on me. I'm a fucking idiot. It can be used on humans.
1: Mm. <laughs> yes, but you don't have I guess there's, there's, What, what I'm
0: saying is there's just a complete lack of nuance and uh, I suppose really a, a woeful... Um, well, again, lack, but more than that, like a, a, a woeful, just drought of critical
1: thinking. Yeah, absolutely. But one of the things we did, I, I got to read up on is the fact that it does invariably cause sterility. And I think we touched upon the fact that, well, yeah, this could be just natural selection working its magic a little bit. They're really going to... I
0: thought f- it was variably ca- causing sterility, depending on how much you take. Yeah.
1: Well, it seems like these people are doubling down, and it's a safe bet they're going to do it until they're. I'd better squeeze off. this
0: entire thing into my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> this thing with a picture of a horse on it.
1: <laughs> it's horse-sized doses as well. It's like a giant suppository. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, <coughs> yeah, I um, yeah. How did we get onto that? I don't know, but I, I know when I told you, you couldn't believe it, which I found hilarious because mm. you know when i when we talked about it it had been something that has been in the media and been talked about online for quite a few weeks already yeah Um but then you tell me things about brexit and the situation in britain and uh you know it's like news from the front being exchanged with news from the front <laughs> you know not not that i want to say like i'm on the front line of anything but it's just like it's interesting watching decay going on isn't it yeah
1: absolutely i kind of felt front line when uh that petrol crisis and uh, the fucking
0: people were coming in to get burgers off you so they could mash them up and put them in their car just everyone everyone
1: brandishing machetes outside my fucking house you know what the fuck is this all about Like, we need to power our scooters
0: i told you about this i think yeah yeah, but the, not about machetes. No,
1: I mean that's a, no, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but they were. I'm, I'm sure was, some of them more
0: like butter knives. <laughs> the plastic knives. Yeah, but it's you get dark, sometimes. you know. You don't
1: know what quite what it is. You're not gonna fuck around with that.
0: Yeah, you just see the gleam on the blade. Exactly.
1: It could have been a spoon for all I know, but you can still do some serious damage with a spoon. You know, King Lear? Fuck that. No way.
0: Popped his eye right out. Ooh. I think actually, if you look at. Um, the canon Shakespeare—it's an ice cream scoop,
1: <laughs> a melon baller—that'd make more sense. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: how he got it out. You know, he got it around his eyes and then, just, yeah, popped right and out. And then, then his his friend Becutia, went, "No, Hamlet!" And he went, "Click," and closed it, and yeah, popped it right out. Oh dear. And then,
1: he was on his friend was and on the phone was like, "Just one scoop." <laughs> what are we gonna in do about that, uh, that optic uh, optic nerve? It's just kind of hanging there. I want it in my hands, man, hands. Uh, George to flake in that love. <laughs> Someone pass me those safety scissors. They're not so safe <laughs>
0: anymore. But then they break they the safety scissors break off so he has to essentially use the scissors as a kind of saw.
1: <laughs> Damn it man, these are left-handed.
0: <laughs> oh god. Left-handed scissors. They need to put warnings on those. And they should just burn them. Uh, I stand by that. <laughs> yeah,
1: any more movie mashups? All right, tremors, but all the uh, all the graboids are George Costanza.
0: <laughs> and are they like sentient, or are they are they still still you know just like these, you know, basically they're just big worms, <laughs> or are they George Costanza? He can see and uh, be reasoned with.
1: I mean, you couldn't reason with him anyway. But no, definitely sentient. But he will still kind of you know, that gaping maw will snap open, and
0: those little tentacles will come out with tiny little George Cassandra's on the end. And how is he propelling himself through the earth? Is it just like his bald head being u- used essentially like a massive drill, but like not moving at all? <laughs> so it's just like a jackhammer vibrating. <laughs> and-
1: I was going to say he swims like a swan through this through the earth, but no, I quite like that. Well, he's- so his it's head is kind of like, like working like Astro one of those boy. like muscle um, massages that you see that's kind of like punch really quickly and just softens the earth that he just kind of sifts through.
0: And it, so, so it's George Costanza, and then it's Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward as the two ranch hands trying to get rid of him. But the guy who really gets rid of him, instead of the gun nut. It's Seinfeld, and he's like, okay, 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 you got a Costanza problem, right? I'll help you out. And he's got all these guns, <laughs> and then, and then the rest of the film is like, there's—I mean, in this film, there's going to be hundreds of worms, right? Because we're going to see George Costanza's head explode a hundred different ways. Well, that's the joy of the movie. No, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what it looks like if I shoot it with an elephant gun. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't want to break this baby out. This baby's a rocket launcher that I took off on a patchy helicopter. <laughs> <Vroom>. Just obliterated. <laughs> like, like like, they're blowing up other baby George Costanza worms when the big George Costanza worms are still raining down from all the C4 they've been throwing at them. <laughs> they've got like millions and millions of dollars worth of explosive gear in Seinfeld's hut. <laughs> Seinfeld's been waiting for this. <laughs> I want to believe
1: that when they have to identify what this threat is, because you've got the classic stingers at the beginning and what have you, and when you've got the grad student coming out, you know, measuring everything on the seismographs, they're like, what are these things? I was, I want them to go through that uh, absolutely the same, but they just have a shot of, like, 200 yards away. Just a re- you know, regular-sized Jason Alexander just writhing in the dirt, just wiping fucking sod all over himself. And that's when they discover well, the threat. Well, obviously they that's, do. <laughs> but with... You know, enough that he's thumping around to actually kind of read out on these machines.
0: Obviously, the grad student who I forgot existed until you just mentioned, that's Elaine. <laughs> right? Okay, so uh, I, I will say if that's the
1: case, then Walter Shang will have to be Kramer now.
0: Kramer isn't in this, and you know why. <laughs> <laughs> he did it to himself, okay? <laughs> I can't have that fucker on set, right? The liability will not cover it. No. Canceled cancelled well yes (laughs) i'm not touching that (laughs) yeah yeah do you you know who else was fucking cancelled right do you know else was cancelled never charged kevin spacey oh fucking hell Uh, why don't you see him in films anymore Mm. (laughs) i like the fact that well apparently you do one of the last things uh, i
1: mean well he can't seriously still be working i haven't been keeping up to date with that no, I told you, he's doing
0: that film where he plays uh, he plays an artist wrongly accused of a sex crime. Really?
1: And this, you're not just, yes. Okay.
0: Yes, it's been directed by... Like Brian Singer. S- someone Singer. Who would, wouldn't, <laughs> no, no, I, it's been directed by someone who would have, you know, Woody wouldn't Alley. have had the opportunity to ever work with someone as famous as Kevin Spacey right. yeah, yeah. at this point in their career. You know, it, it's clear from the the billing and the size of the film, what this is. Yeah. You know, he's disgraced. It's you know, this is it. If he's gonna be in films, he's gonna be in shit, low budget films. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, about how he's not a fucking disgusting piece of shit. Absolutely. I, guess. Yeah. Did I remember uh, speaking speaking of which I... <laughs> No before before we... I remember
1: seeing a, um an article about something that I think it was Spacey, a movie that can't... He'd obviously done, but it was released after you know the scandals kinda of broke. and it was the reason it was a piece of tour was like this movie had a relatively wide theatrical at least, at least statewide, uh, uh nationwide in the States. It like pulled in less than two hundred dollars across the country in its opening weekend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is?
1: No, I can't remember. This was a, a few years back now, but I do remember I think I sent, sent the article to you when I, when I saw it. I thought it was quite funny. And righteous.
0: <laughs> yeah. I suppose so.
1: But one of the what I did notice, uh, I, I thought was, it was quite nice. Obviously, they had that movie that they they'd scrubbed him out and replaced with uh, Christopher Plummer. But, but one of the last things that I saw promoted... It was a granted. It was probably like a couple of years beforehand that I noticed that Kevin. Spacey, I'd, I'd see Kevin Spacey's name on the side of anything like a bus, what have you. Was Nine Lives, where he's a talking cat. <laughs> that was one of the last things he did before he was shit canned from Hollywood. <laughs> Definitely on the way out, yeah. in one one way or another. <laughs> and I've I've only seen like one one clip of that. um And it's just laughable. Um, You see a shot of a cat. that looks like Mr. Muffin. um, Some kind of Persian something or other luxury fucking something or other. You just hear Kevin Spacey's voice. Oh my God, I'm a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Kevin Spacey is a carrot. (laughs) Um, I will tell you my idea. Okay. Uh, Harry uh, uh, met Sally those two people go back in time okay uh, to like the 60s and 70s to uh prevent woody allen from molesting children <laughs> <laughs> why harry and uh, uh, by,
1: harry medsony
0: they think they can i don't know i just thought they'd be interesting people to try and talk him out of it yeah uh, and tell him it's wrong and stuff and and then like over the course of the film you know by the time they decide that they're going to kill him uh, he um you know, it's kind of revealed to, to them that this isn't actually something he's struggling with. He has this whole moment where he's like, no, you don't understand. It isn't a compulsion. <laughs> no, that's... It's that's, 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 that's too weighty. Yeah, it just comes out basically that he, he's into it because he knows it's wrong. Right. Okay. So they decide, they decide that they're going to kill him, but they're not killers. You know, they're not psychopaths or anything. This is going to be a hard thing to do. It's just... You know, we
1: have uh, all these little kiddies and everything.
0: So that's when the end of the film, they get someone else to do it. And that's when it goes into Leon, the professional. Oh, okay. Right. And then they have to convince Leon to leave that little girl alone. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Marilyn Monroe dance. That is not appropriate, Leon. (laughs) And here's why.
1: Have they brought Woody Allen with him to this time? And he's just there at the back, rubbing his hands and licking his lips, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> it's like you see the well, problem you like, have over They here. haven't got round
0: to murdering him yet. He's just in handcuffs. No, they're just
1: travelling through time, rounding up pederasts, but they're doing nothing about it. They just put them all in one place. <laughs>
0: no, th- 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 their idea, their idea is, is that they're going to go through time, rounding up pederasts, and then they're just going to take them back in time and then just put them there before. <laughs> They've got to get back
1: to San Dimas so they can present their reports <laughs> on pederasts through time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the dean is like, I don't understand. How come? How come you've chosen to bring all of these influential pederasts back through time? And that Bill and Ted are you to like, a school, though, You must <laughs> have Bill and, flipped. Bill and are both just like, it was just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> we just brought famous people back. They just happened to the ones we selected. Just happened to all be pedophiles yeah. and pederasts this is this is terrible work. You go- well,
1: you say that, but have and you that's seen And I've seen
0: bowling for Columbine. All right,
1: I'll shut up. <laughs> yeah, special guest star, Eric Harris. <laughs>
0: special de- guest star, Michael Moore. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, I like that. Um, so, all right, they go back um, to kind of reason with Woody Allen. You've obviously picked Billy Crystal because he's a witty repartee. He's a charismatic man. If anyone's going to convince him to, you know. Lead a better life. It was going to be this bad. I agree. Um, but how about a scene where we have Woody Allen uh, in a doctor's office where they they're disc- they're going through a brain scan. You can see that Woody Allen's been growing quite an aggressive brain tumor on the frontal lobe Died. of his brain. It's like disinhibiting him. So he's you know he's lived his whole life you know with a regular normal sexual appetite. But since this thing has you know grown there. He's just finding himself like inexplicably attracted to children. He knows it's unusual. He knows it's not been him his entire life, but he can't help, but acknowledge that's how he seems to feel now. He he himself resents it, you know, but he can't mm. he can't fight what is now is nature as long as this thing is growing in his head. Uh-huh. So, we've got. Um, so, we have this. Yeah, so, that, so they find this brain tumor, and what's the question? Well, the question is we've got a. We, we saw this both trying to humanize Woody. Woody I was going to say Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking slanderous. <laughs> and, um, but it's this point that Billy Crystal, you know. We're trying to kind of paint Woody Allen in a, in a more human light, but this is when Billy Crystal realizes he can't be reasoned with. It, it, uh, as long as this grey matter is in his head, it, there is no, there's no possibility of reform. And that's when you know he busts out the shades of leather jacket, is pursuing this motherfucker on a motorbike
0: and a twelve gauge. <laughs> 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 I thought you were going to say something about them removing Woody Allen to save the tumor. <laughs> <laughs> We go through the scene. This tumor's had a normal sexual appetite for its entire life, and then it started <laughs> it grew being Woody grown Allen. into by Woody Allen's
1: brain. <laughs> his spindly fingers keep finding its way inside eight-year-olds. What's going
0: on here? Poor, poor tumour. <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong. Poor tumour. Poor tumour. <laughs> so the sequel is Billy and the Tumour. <laughs>
1: <This,
0: laughs> the sequel, is, the sequel is, is when Harry met Sally get shrunk down and get placed inside Woody Allen's brain so that they can use their microscopic ship and guns and everything to fight off Woody Allen's body and save the tumour.
1: Right. All right, so this is now Osmosis. And it ends
0: up with, he's on an operating table, it ends up with, like, nothing but this tumour on this operating table. (laughs) And then then the end, as the credits go up, it's this tumour and it's like, the first shot is like, oh, it's wearing a mortarboard, it's got a diploma, and then you see it's like the tumor's wearing a like doctor's gown, and then, oh, wow, that looks like it must be Africa. Oh, he's gone to Africa. Oh, that's nice. And then this tumour makes a huge difference.
1: Well, yeah, and lives we watch life. the, the, the lifespan of this tumour as it grows up, it suddenly sprouts one big eyeball, and you know what? That's Monsters, Inc.
0: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. And then Sully is Sally. <laughs> There we go when Harry
1: met Sully, it writes itself <laughs> all right, all right, so <laughs> all right to yeah, get inside Woody, Woody Allen right they're gonna you said they need to be shrunk down this is when we get Rick moranison and his terrible fucking devices right <laughs> so it's yeah, so we've got. Honey I Shrunk the Kids but it's obviously Osmosis Jones now but we can't get Woody Allen to work anymore so they take all the uh, they reconstitute all the footage of Bill Murray going fucking ape shit. they just CGI Woody, Woody Allen's face while he's doing his wacky antics <laughs> well we've got
0: it has to be Bill Murray's face they can't just recreate that or anything <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> like Bill Murray's in Osmosis Jones for like two seconds
1: yeah and that's when we slap Woody, Woody I was going to say Woody Howson's Woody face on it <laughs> Ah, i will take your pick. I'd easily watch Woody Harrelson. I wouldn't tar him with the same brush as Woody Allen, but there you go. Similar enough names for me, in my
0: head. (laughs) Woody Harrelson and Woody from Toy Story (laughs) team up to hunt down Woody Allen. The three Woodies. In the Battle of the Woodies. (laughs) The tagline is, we don't like that he has the same name as us. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, mm. Well, I mentioned Woody. Aren't you going to say something about Woody flying up someone's ass? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do, you, do you even remember that? Uh, bits of it. I remember a human sentai woody or something like that we talked about for a while. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was the second episode of the George Rockle Schmidt Show, which I wrongly said this podcast is. Ah, uh, the same earlier. difference. You didn't correct me. That was the second episode, and... I knew, as soon as you said that, even though I was going to cut it, it down, that that's it, that's the evangelicals gone. Oh, actually, one, one, one thing's brief, very quickly, at the airport,
1: um, going through security, um, they were, they were fucking, they were unpacking someone's fucking bags and checking this out, and they were saying, do you have any... There was an no. <laughs> they, yeah. they, do. You, uh, they were trying to, I didn't... Get all of the conversation, but they're packing everything back up. And obviously, the question was, "Do you have any trousers?" And I heard, <laughs> I heard nine hosen. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do so
0: you have any trousers? <laughs> nine hosen. No trousers. Just pants. <laughs> Something doesn't make any. Sense about this bag search. Yeah, he doesn't have any drugs, but he also doesn't have any pants. <laughs> what sort of good German goes to a foreign country without any spare pants?
1: He's only going to the UK for fuck's sake. It's fine. We just don't let Nine-horsen. him back.
0: In. <laughs> <laughs> uh So another idea I had was, um, I call it uh, collateral carnage Versus. Okay. And uh, starts off, and it's a billboard. Oh, but we don't know it's a billboard because the camera's moving in or out, whatever. Oh, and people look happy on the billboard. It's for cars or something. Then, oh, camera pans. Oh, things look a bit shit. Ooh, that's a harsh filter. And what's this? The back of a cop car hiding behind this billboard. Relevant. (laughs) Camera moves in, and we go through the back of the window via magic. And um, uh, what it is, is a cop car, like a highway patrol car, and behind the wheel is Robocop, and to the left is Terminator. I'm talking about Terminator T1000 without the flesh. It's not Arnold. It's the skeleton right. Terminator. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Right, and they're just they're just watching, and nothing's happening. And then they hear this like clattering. You can hear this clattering growing, and then like even though they're watching a highway, it's this. Um, station wagon with like the wood paneling on it and it's going at like 15 miles an hour and uh at the wheel with the window rolled down with his elbow out of the window doing the luigi death stare it's michael myers (laughs) okay right and in the back it's freddy kruger and jason and they're like fighting over Yu-Gi-Oh cards and there's like doritos flying everywhere but 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 michael myers is like doing the death stare at the cops and uh, as the car goes past the billboard, you can see that like it's trailing like all this like washing line and like bits of other cars and like there's, there's like bits of like, arms and like all this blood everywhere over the car. And Robocop and Terminator just watch uh, this car slowly go past them <laughs> with Michael Myers staring at them. And then Michael Myers begins to speed up. And that's when Robocop hits the gas as simultaneously Terminator puts on the sirens. Boom! Credits. The whole movie is <laughs> Michael Myers trying to trying to escape from Terminator and RoboCop <laughs> on the highway as they as they hunt him down with no regard to anyone else's life.
1: Right. Okay. Does it end Thelma, Thelma and Louise styling? Drives off into a. I'm gorge. actually
0: th- thinking maybe the only the first half is them on the highway, and then the second half is like. I mean, them being Afraid. Freddie and jason them. doing like a, a three stooges thing but being like mercilessly hunted by robocop <laughs> like terminator is just most he doesn't talk terminator he's just chilling in the back in the car in the shotgun in the car mostly terminator robocop's the one like questioning people like going to motels and like have you seen these three serial killers and he can't be subtle at all so they're always like oh shit he's here and have to take off and it's basically a road trip but that
1: the second half is just a series of like skits, basically where you see the three of them just what like working bakeries, washing windows, and then it's like <laughs> if they go near like a uh, like any kind of corner, you see a dustbin, like Robocop just jumps just jumps out. Surprise, face <laughs> like,
0: yeah, yeah, you can have a bit where they like they realize that this is hell because like Freddy Krueger goes, goes to sleep and envisions himself like in 20 years and he's still he's doing got, like, this, got grey hair and he lives in like he lives in like Mexico and he's w- watching his first daughter getting married and it's a happy day. And then he can hear a siren in the distance and just for a minute, just for a minute, it could be Robocop. <laughs> but it isn't. But just that terror convinces him.
1: He just says to get very quiet in the distance, You'll be directed to a rape crisis
0: center. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> you have committed a vehicular infraction. <laughs> <laughs> like gunning people who are in the way down, like and, and it just arrests with the, it. It ends up with all three getting arrested for like dangerous driving. Yeah, there's no
1: bloodbath or anything like that. The last half an hour is just being slowly processed and left in you know in the drunk tank because of overcrowding.
0: It becomes it's a really anticlimactic, a really nitpicky procedural where you can tell a lot of research has gone into exactly what they would be booked with exactly you know how long would they be waiting in that room for then what happens did he get fingerprinted first did he get the photo taken first <laughs> how does it actually go down freddie Krueger's there yeah. just trying Terminator to termination robocop balls. aren't in that bit
1: he's trying to yeah he's like where's my fucking damn phone call and no one's listening to him falls on deaf ears it's terrible like. Going through.
0: Right, yeah. It says that, and Robocop's like, I'll see what I can do, and turns around. And then Terminator, for the first time, speaks and says, Where's your phone call? This is America, and just starts smacking <laughs> <laughs> And then like, Terminator that- comes back, and he, Terminator's got. Uh, and then, sorry, Robocop comes back, and Roman. Uh, robocop's got like a an armful of like cheeseburgers for them and he sees like freddy Krueger like with his with his nose like completely busted open and terminator there like stood over him and then terminator looks at robocop and says he fell (laughs) robocop's like oh robocop robocop is incapable of detecting terminator lying or not (laughs) i think that's part of it robocop's doing all this shit like can we stop here Not Robocop. Terminator's doing all this shit. Like, can we stop here? And then clearly goes up to an apartment, not his wife's apartment, and bangs some lady and comes down. Robocop's like, what was that all about? Terminator's like, that's my sister. Robocop knows that that shouldn't be true, but just can't accept it. (laughs) Because they were clearly banging. (laughs) Clearly, yeah. But he says it was his sister. Terminator couldn't lie. (laughs) Machines don't lie. Yeah,
1: so what do you think? (laughs) Oh, I'm supposed to rate the. On what sc- uh, scale yeah. would you like me to rate this? <laughs>
0: um, what would you give it me out of? Pro Jared,
1: uh, I give it a yes out of maybe. <laughs>
0: cool. <laughs> that's a top-heavy fraction. <laughs> it's non-divisible. Or, how else would we say that, Damien? Two maybes, sir. Uh, that's right. One yes is two maybes.
1: <laughs> Excellent.
0: Excellent. And uh, remember, you can have all the no's in the world, it will always be a no, but if you have all the no's in one maybe, that's when it becomes positive. <laughs> I don't that's know when you fu- get a naught point maybe.
1: What's happening? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Didn't we used to do this all the time where I would just get more insane as it went on? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I believe
1: that's the kind of formula, is it not? I feel I've been less crazy of of late, Damien. I've needed to kind of flex a little bit today.
0: Damien, poor people are crazy. I am crazed.
1: <laughs> okay, I don't understand the the, uh, the difference, but in, I'm sure to your twisted logic, it makes perfectly sense.
0: <laughs> uh, I just mean that like crazy is more passive. <laughs> I'm definitely on the active
1: side of that.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think like the full word might be more encrazed.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what was it they used to say in, in Pokemon? Like, you could stun things and knock things out, and wasn't it like Morbo has been encrazed or something? It wasn't encrazed, but it was something like that.
1: I think maybe it had, maybe had uh, enraged or something like that.
0: Uh... Yeah, that's what happens when you fight animals, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That'll you just get frightened. <laughs> Pikachu has
1: become frightened.
0: <laughs> the
1: slap is now frightened and that will refuse to tackle.
0: <laughs> the slap is what you called every Pokemon in your Pokeball decks <laughs> thing, isn't it? Everyone, all the same name.
1: <laughs> it was always Dickfart. <laughs> Dickfart is fated. What will you do now? Go, Dickfart! <laughs> <laughs> Damien is out of you, oh, simple fuzz. <laughs> Damien has whited out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's ODing. <laughs> well, good. Well, yeah, they're my ideas. I mean, I guess you can mash up anything. <laughs> but, you know, it's a very lazy thing to do. Welcome to. The Which is why we're going to do it next week as well. <laughs> i mean probably you know it's all a variation uh, someone, right su- and... someone suggested doing um i don't know if we could really do a podcast on it but someone did suggest um mau mau and swash the movie what would that be like maybe you should think on that
1: okay yeah i'll we'll play around with that uh, next time i suppose yeah
0: yes we should do another one of those but probably when we're actually in the same room yeah so we can smoke cigars and i can force you to smoke cigars
1: but I, I, Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Was it cigars? Because I, I, I just remember cigarettes for the most part. It doesn't matter. Cigars are fine. I
0: think I think I had quite a few cigars, and I think we went through them like very quickly. And we, at some point, we were both like, for the sake of the cigars and my lungs,
1: <laughs> let's stop. Can can
0: we can we switch to cigarettes? Yeah, we can oh, change but... and smoke cigarettes. No problem. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, George, I must go to the hospital. I think I'm being slackcocked. <laughs> he was never allowed to grill again. <laughs> By order of the oh, Queen, chefs. he was
0: on salad duty. <laughs> um, Yeah, have you um seen any TV or anything? <laughs> People will be interested in that. I've been watching the X-Files. Hmm. Uh, That's where you, what you named your dog after, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dana, yeah.
1: No, X-Files.
0: X-Files. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we're done on this uh, bollocks. I'm sorry, everyone.
1: Well, I mean, I had a fair bit of fun this evening. So, if nothing yeah. else. If no one else.
0: Yeah. You know, you know, like, when, um, when people talk about, like, shows they've watched or podcasts they've listened to or, like, comedians they've watched? Like, the best praise I've ever heard is when people say... Yeah, they they appear to be having fun. <laughs> At least someone. How was fucking how did. was that show you went to see? Uh, I mean, the actors in it, you know, they they they, you know, that, it's a living for them, isn't it? So you know, <laughs> good to see people working. They, they performed. You know, good. good yeah. Best boys please please obviously donate. got his shit together. To Damien's GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess we're done. I, you know, if you are. Yeah. That was a show good, Frasier Oh, we didn't
1: mention Fraser.